What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Buckeye Remix, a production of the Jeff Needs Sports Podcast and an official member of the Off the Ball Network. This is Week 8, Indiana. What is up, everyone? This is uh, this is the remix again, and uh, this is this is the devastating win over the Indiana Hoosiers, fifty-four good guys, Indiana seven. It was a, it was a great weekend. It was a lot of fun, and I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into a little bit more of why I enjoyed this game so much, even over the stats and everything else. So you know, the overview is this is this is the most you know convincing victory of the Buckeyes of the season. It was just crazy. Total yards was you know five thirty nine to one twenty eight. It, it there, there's there's no stat that that was even close in this game. These two teams were uh, just just a just a mismatch from the get go. Um, pretty much everything the Buckeyes did went right. Indiana couldn't get anything going. They did you know they did have a good drive there in the first. You know we'll talk about that here in a second. But you know overall it's it was forty four to seven and a half without any signs of uh, life from the Hoosiers. Basically, the Buckeyes went to Indiana, a team that had, had had talked a lot of smack about some credit that maybe they hadn't earned, some equity that they hadn't earned last season. And the, I, I believe that the Buckeyes made it, made it clear the separation between the two programs. So that's, that's my overview. So we'll get into knee jerks. And that was my thing. Like personally, this was a personal thing for me. You know, everybody remembers last year, Buckeyes were up big on Indiana. Indiana comes back, gets it within seven, you know, and they're in there. And then, you know, they, 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 they did have a chance that they could have won the game. They didn't, you know, the Buckeyes move on. Indiana was a very good team last year, but then, you know, Indiana tried to ride the, that Buckeye loss for the rest of the season a lot of comments about who deserved in the playoffs, who deserved in the Big Ten championship. You know, if everybody remembers the whole COVID thing and the cancellation of games, even though the the world clearly knew, knew who the better team was last year, which was the Buckeyes, and they proved it in the playoffs. But uh, just a lot of, like I say, a, a lot of um, unjustified credit there that the Indiana wanted last year. So this is a game that me personally have been waiting have been waiting for since last year. This is one I had circled on the calendar. I called it. It's a revenge game over a game that we didn't even lose last year. It's actually one of the longest winning streaks in college football from one team over another. But that that was just the whole thing. It was like, you know, I understand what you did last year. The the, the game wasn't as close as you know that it was portrayed. But it, but it really bothered me because here's the difference. It, it what it does when a team like Indiana says, okay, like we, you know, we had one good game against you and a loss, and now we should be better. We should be in the playoffs. We should be in the Big Ten championship game, and all these things. It it takes away from what the Buckeyes do on the field and two decades of of building a program that deserves to be in that next tier. You know, they put the you know the time into it, the money into it. In, in all these things that they dedicate all these resources to it. And then this Indiana team, you know, they're all hyped up that, you know, the, the coach makes great videos after the games and during that, and everybody loves him and all that. So then all of a sudden they want to just, you know, sweep in and act like they're an equal to Ohio state. And honestly, that just bothered me a little bit. This is, this is all personal stuff here. This is what Jeff needs sports is about that. The remix is not about my object objectivity. 
it, so I was angry and I was angry out last year. I told everybody that last year, you can go back and look at my tweets before they played last week. And I said, you know, I, you know, I wanted to be on board, you know, so I didn't feel like I sneaking up on anybody. I said that I was waiting for this game. This is my most wanted win of the year. I wouldn't settle for anything less than destruction. You know, I wanted Indiana to know where they were at and where we were at. Nothing against Indiana. That, that program is up and coming. I appreciate everything they did. I respect what they did, but they, they're just, if in two decades, come back to me, you know, we'll, we'll see what you've done or in 40, you know, 40 years, whatever high state's done to build to this level. So I took a lot of satisfaction out of the game as one of my most enjoyable games in a long time. That wasn't, you know, a Michigan victory. So I really enjoyed it. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um, Indiana, nothing, nothing personally against you, but you got exactly what you asked for. And, you know, the Buckeyes brought the, I don't care about injuries or any of that because everybody always says that, well, the Buckeyes have freshmen all over the field and they still absolutely barnstormed you. So let, let's just put that to bed. Uh, you're, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. Sorry, Indiana. So we'll move on. Offense looked great. They could do whatever they want. Uh, 539 total yards. Um, you know, this wasn't a game. They weren't going to punt. They could run it. They could, they could throw it in kind of crappy weather. It was just amazing. They did a good job. The offensive line made everything go. They, the protection was great. So Ohio State could do almost well. Literally, they could do whatever they wanted that game. Like whatever their choice was going to be that game, outside of like maybe two drops from the wide receivers that weren't even that horrible. There wasn't even flaws in this game. I mean, it, it was just a complete mismatch. Uh, no, no answer for the Ohio State offense from Indiana. Uh, defense looked much better. They were faster. They're obviously more physical. They're more they're at, more athletic than Indiana. Uh, they gave up the you know the the opening tough the opening touchdown drive not opening not game opening. Indiana's first drive wound up in a touchdown. There was a few flaws there, especially you know it, it whatever it was. It was a miscommunication linebacker or whatever allows for the touchdown. But Indiana did kind of drive down the field. But even in that drive, Ohio State made them work for it. They they kind of punished them physically. They're it was just another game to where they took one more step forward or like a little faster, a little better. Like they're getting it a little bit more. So I was pleased with the defense and you know, that'll show up on the report card. So uh, overall, just an absolutely devastating win, you know, by Ohio state complete mismatch. There's not one stat that even leans in Indiana's favor. Uh, you know, I was a little disappointed in the Indiana crowd. I mean, you, you beg for this game. They gave you the night game, and then essentially the Indiana fans were gone by halftime. It was almost an empty stadium outside of the high state fans. I don't care what the weather was. Um, you know, there's things like that. Just it just that this if you're not gonna you can't tell me one level you're you're a top level program and deserve to be in the playoffs, and then this is how you treat the the biggest game of your season just because you've had a crappy season this is the advantage you have as a program like Indiana as you get to just fold on it and wait till next year. So let's just put that to bed, you know, be careful what you ask for. That's the end of that. So we'll go on to, uh, yeah, let's do the report card. Uh, funnest part of the show. Uh, obviously this week's a pretty good one. Even for me, you guys know, um, you know, I grade these tests up, but you know, here we go. I'll get, get my notes out here real quick. So, you know, quarterback i gave him an a it, terrible weather his decisions stroud's decisions get better every week his ball placement is, is really good the trajectory the throws he made a throw two throws everybody knows the throw to uh smith and jigba over the middle of the field one you know just a, a truly next level uh quarterback throw not that he's the only one that can do it but he's the one that did do it and then uh, the one for me was the touchdown 
toss to Olave in the back of the end zone. It, it was the it was um, you know kind of through the defender. I don't even know how to explain them. And yes, Olave makes you good, but you take you know like a good chef takes advantage of ingredients. And Stroud threw a perfect ball, it, where only Olave can make a play on it. Again, it was like the Wilson, you know, touchdown last week. Just no chance. Just a couple of great throws. But his for the weather conditions, he looked comfortable. I mean, he's spinning the ball in his hand in the pocket. He's so comfortable with his offensive line. Just played a really, really great game. Essentially, he wasn't an A-plus because I, I want to leave room for against a better team. I, if I give him an A-plus versus Indiana, well, of course, they're not going to get a lot of pressure. They don't, you know, not a great secondary and so for the word. But great job by C.J. Stroud. He's answered all the questions. A. Uh, wide receivers, another A plus. This group is they're they're as good as we thought they would be. And once again, when it's the receiving part of it, I include you know Rucker, the tight end, and who had a great game. Um, you know, two weeks ago, or two or three weeks ago, I was on Jay Stevens' Locked On Buckeyes podcast, and we started talking about this high state high state offense. And I give him full credit for bringing up the the opportunity to run a, a successful eleven personnel. Which you know, I always hate to say this, but if you know, just Disclosure, it's one running back, one tight end is all that is. But ever it's fun to say 11 personnel and what they could do with Rucker in this mismatch. So two touchdowns in a row to end the first half and to start the second half. They get Rucker and they get him in a slot, complete mismatch on the defensive back. But when you got Henderson back there, it's a threat. Really ran at the perfection. So, you know, Jay's the one that brought it up, like what this team could do with 11 personnel. And you're going to need that going forward against better teams like that. Rucker in the passing game is going to become huge down the road. Maybe even G. Scott. We'll see how things go. But the tight end in the passing game is going to be huge. Uh, wide receivers just did a great job. They they catch everything. They run every route. They work together. Just um, they're just it's they they I they've almost played better than we thought they would. And we've got great wide receivers that barely get a chance to be in the game, which is awesome. So great job by them. Offensive line and uh, or sorry, running back another A. This one they had to work a little more because of the conditions and stuff. But you know Williams and Henderson together uh, did what they wanted, took advantage of the holes. You know, just average. You know, the per attempts, the touchdowns, everything just just really excellent by them. They're they're doing really good at pass blocking too because they do. You know, we just talked about. I just talked two seconds ago about eleven personnel. They get left back there a lot. They got to make the right decision. They're they're doing a really good job. They're not making big mistakes and letting people you know, get to Stroud. And then in the screen game, they're devastating. Uh, good, hand, just all around really good backs. Uh, it's just yeah, an A for the running backs again. They're, just, they're a solid group. Uh, offensive line, an A. My gosh, they put a show around Stroud and said nobody's coming in. And then the, this was the first time in a few weeks to where the combination, the run blocking was great. You know, the holes that they were open were, you know, gaps. It, you could have drove a truck through them nobody's getting Stroud is so comfortable. Like say he's back there spinning the ball in the rain and throwing, you know, darts. So full credit, the offensive line, this, they are playing as a great unit for the size of that unit as athletic as they're playing. Very impressed. They get an A defensive line. Finally, they jumped up here. Like I've been hard on them for a few weeks. They get an A. I mean, tackles for loss, uh, sacks, uh, you know, constant penetration. I mean, they, not intentionally, but they I mean they knocked a starting quarterback out of the game by by clean plays and things like that. Just they completely owned the line of scrimmage uh, and torched uh, Indiana's offensive line this week. So defensive line finally got an A. Played the best game that we've seen them play this year, I believe. Even even better than the Minnesota game. It, it just there was nowhere to go, which is which is great. Looking forward to Penn State because you're going to need that with a, a with a much better team. Uh, linebackers got another B plus this week. 
they they're once again faster. Uh, Chambers just he gets better every week. Uh, I love the Steel Chambers story of him turning himself into a really really good. I mean not I mean, he's a he's a starting probably a starting linebacker on one of the best teams in the country. That's amazing for a guy that was a running back. You know three months ago. Uh, good job by them. The biggest knock here was the, the confusion, whether it was just on Simon, uh, you know, ha- whatever it was on the touchdown was a mistake by the linebackers and that will kill you. I mean, you, you may not be able to give up that touchdown against a, a really, really good team coming up, even, even this week, you know, against Penn state. So I knocked him a little bit, still a B plus faster, better, great, good tackling, you know, good job by them. Uh, defensive backs. I gave him a B. Here's the thing about this. It's because they just didn't have much to do. I mean, Indiana just – they only attempted – they attempted less than uh, 20 throws, I believe. It just – the defensive back – yeah, uh, Indiana was 8 for 17 in passing. So, 17 attempts, like what are the defensive backs supposed to do? Essentially, you know, with the defensive line doing what they did, the defensive backs just sat back there and whatever <laughs> – I don't know. They might have been playing with matchbox cars. I have no idea, but uh, they they get a B, but it's not a negative. It's just because they didn't have a lot to do. Good for them. You know, they got to relax for a week. Uh, head coach, I give an A plus, and here's why. We've said anybody that loves a team, but especially if you have a really good team in Ohio State, this has been a knock over, like I say, decades. They've came out in these games and they've been flat, and they've 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 had to fight from behind against much, much, much lesser opponents early in the game. And we all complain. We're like, why don't they go for, you know, why don't you do this? This team was ready to play. Uh, the game plan was good. The energy was good. Everything like that we blame a head coach for, they passed. They didn't, once again, he, no, no silly time, you know, you know, time management issues or any of that. Just the team was ready. That's all you can ask for a head coach. The team was ready and played almost to perfection. I give full credit. Uh, I just, I like the way they respond to him. I like the energy and everything. I, this once again, I've just watched Buckeyes play so much football over my lifetime that when they come out flat, it's frustrating. And, and that's typically a coaching staff's fault. They did not on this one. They came out, you know, every, every group, every position group looks like they got a little better. Even the, the really good ones like wide receiver, like they just take us that, that one more edge up. That's part of the coaching staff. Great, great job by the coaching staff. They were ready um, you know, thanks for that. You know, it's going to get a lot harder. That was, that, that was a, I, that was supposed to be a great game. It wasn't, I've already been hard enough on Indiana, but it was a joke. You know, you didn't show up Indiana. You didn't do your part. You didn't hold up your end of the bargain, Indiana. That's all we heard was how, how much you wanted us, you know, for all those months. And, and apparently you did not. So maybe next year, maybe next year you'll be ready and we can have this conversation again. But as of now, you, you did not live up to your end of the deal. Uh, the Buckeyes did. I uh, got Penn State coming this week. That is a ginormous rivalry game. It is is one of those you can, I don't I do not care that Penn State lost to Illinois last week. I, I judge teams based on how good can you play and how bad can you play. And if you put the right combination together, anybody in the country can get beat. I mean, look at Alabama. Look at all the you know a lot of the upsets that we've had this year. You play your if Ohio State plays as bad as they did against Tulsa and Penn State plays as good as they did against Auburn. It's a game. So this whole thing about Penn State doesn't have a chance just because they lost to Illinois. I understand the flaws you see, but every game's different. You know, I uh, most of us haven't really watched a many Penn State games. I know the record's good. I know I think we're eight and one against them in, in nine years. I, you know, I don't want to quote on that, but that's something like that. I I know it's lopsided, but the games aren't. So we all know that you can be got. The weather's not going to be great, which worries me. So I'm not as 
I'm sure that we're better than Penn State, but I don't think it's I, – I do not think it's going to look like we did. I think Stroud's going to – yeah, Penn State defensive front always – they get pressure, they're good, they're great technique, they'll get to the quarterback. Stroud's going to be tested, he's going to be hit, you know, he's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to get up off the turf and throw a third down pass and things like that. I don't I don't doubt that he can do it, but I'm just saying he is going to have to to win this game. It's going to be much different. But as far as Indiana – great game guys it was fun you know it was a night game uh it was just it was just just enjoyable relaxing football game which we don't have a lot of those left the rest of the season so great job by the buckeyes great job by the fans you know go to jeff needs sports podcast uh like share review follow you you know wherever you listen to your podcast you know check me out on youtube and check out all the guys at authorballnetwork.com to make this happen so uh thanks to everybody we'll see you next week